Are you ready? Starting now? (laughs) (laughs) Now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. (laughs) Fuckers fuckers better appreciate it. (coughs) What's the title of this podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Our fucking faces are everywhere now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're welcome, ladies. (laughs) Right. Popular with the ladies. (laughs) Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds fucking hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, certainly this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone, welcome once again to a brand new episode of Sober, Not Mature. And first off, I want to start with today is the birthday of Alcoholics Anonymous. So happy birthday. (laughs) No, it's yay, yay. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Corny as fuck, but hey, that was Mm. was funny. It was funny to me. But yeah, so uh, in... And I think uh, um, I've been kind of promoting this over the last couple of days, but I figure that, Mike, you and I probably have plenty of stories about Founders Day. But uh, I thought that might be I've got a bunch of other things that I had thoughts and ideas on. But, you know, figuring that, I mean, today is actually the day. I mean, you know, June 10th of 1935 was the day. So, um, you know, for once, we're actually doing something on the day it happened. So why don't we, uh, you know, actually talk about something. (laughs) All right. But um, first of all, just to go over the um, the stats a little bit. Um, so we are up in followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're up 77, 77 people this week. So we have 1,043 followers on Instagram. Cool. And then we, as far as individual plays on the podcast, we are up 114 plays. So we have a total of 924 plays on the podcast. Nice. The yeah, the the number one episode is episode thirteen, and that has eighty five uh, individual plays. Episode three, which once again your episode, that has mm-hmm. eighty one. I this is actually to me. I mean, I made the top five. Well, me the my episode right my made the top five last week, but I'm actually tied with our vodka episode. I'm pretty proud of that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, nice. Uh, I know. So yeah, me and the me and the vodka bottle are at seventy plays, and then uh, episode number four. As I was writing this down, I'm like, at least we have something to mess with. Episode number four, the first thirty days, sixty. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So uh, you know, our female demographic is uh, is dropped down under sixty. So that's at fifty six. That's been fifty six, fifty seven over the last few weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. The male demographic is uh, up to thirty nine. Um, I didn't. I just took a like a real quick glance at the age groups. They're still about the same. Nothing has really changed as far as the the age groups that are listening. Still, the whatever it was, forty five to fifty four, um, you know, is still the still the biggest percentage. I think either just over, or just under fifty percent, and then bits and pieces of the other ones. But one way or the other, I'm just uh, I don't know. We're getting the other thing too, and I, I know I mentioned it last week, but we're getting a lot more activity and interaction. If nothing else, just people, the, the things we're posting and the episode clips and things like that, um, getting a lot more people that are either viewing them or liking them or commenting on them. You know, so we're not only getting, you know, more people that are listening to it and, and following us, but actually interacting with, with us, too, which which is cool. And I saw a couple of things pop up on Facebook, too. You know, people mm-hmm. are leaving messages on, on Facebook. So um, once again, I, I haven't looked at the um, <clears throat> the website traffic lately because I for whatever reason, I mean, that kind of stagnated for a little bit, but uh, I'll take a look mm-hmm. at that at some point, but one way or the other, our website's still available. You can leave comments about every episode on the website. Also on Spotify, if you have any comments whatsoever, um, suggestions or anything like that on Spotify, there's a comment section at the end of every episode, but here's a cool part today too. Um, I got a message from an individual who has her own podcast and mm-hmm. she started that, 
started back in November, I believe she said, but it's called Cleaning Out the Closet as the name mm. of the podcast. And it's a, it's interesting. I listened to a couple of the episodes, um, you know, so I, I can explain it at a different point, a little bit of what, what it's about and that sort of thing. But um, she wants to actually have us on her podcast. So really, uh, yeah, which I thought was, which I thought was cool. And I said, Hey, I said, we want to get, uh, you know, our kind of our recording set up a little bit better. So we make sure that we can, I don't know, we haven't had more than just you and I on here. So I don't know how a third person would cut into, you know, our challenges with the technology, but one way or the other, I told her we would do the same thing. And mm-hmm. you know, she said, yeah, she, she'd have us on, she's got a calendar. I can take a look at that. Once you and I figure it out, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, anything that has to happen like immediately. But um, she said that she, you know, as she put it, promote the hell out of us, uh, you know, when she was going to have us on and um, right. she's got quite a quite a few followers, I think like 3000 followers and just a good group, you know? So she seems pretty cool. And like I nice. said, I listened to, uh, I don't know. I listened to one of the episodes I was working at home this morning before I came up to, by the way, I'm in Appleton. I'm babysitting for my grandson again, uh, tonight. So I got a brief story on that in a minute, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, yeah, I worked at home and then, you know, so I was messaging her back and forth, but one way or the other, I thought it was cool. I told her that, yeah, uh, definitely. I talked to you and I said, you know what? I said, what I'm going to do, I said, I'm just going to bring it up on the recording. I said, we, we talk about everything on there. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up to Mike and tell him that we want to, you know, we're, we're probably going to agree to do it. So I don't see why we wouldn't, but uh, it'd be right. good, so. definitely. Yeah. So I thought that was, I thought that was kind of nice, but so yeah, the, the grandson thing. So he's, um, he's coming up on kind of almost three months old um, in what day is it? Oh, yeah. Five days in five days. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll, he'll have 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him a chip. Yeah, we actually should. Yeah, so uh, ninety days clean and sober as of uh, June fifteenth. So he's uh, he's thriving, you know. Um, right. But to, but no, it was nice. My uh, my daughter and son in law had a wedding to go to, so they they headed out about two thirty. And um, basically, what he does now is he um, he eats, he sleeps, and he goes to the bathroom. You know. So right. Um, he, I, he was he's actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, you go to work. You go to work somewhere in the in you know. In the, as you would. <laughs> but um but yeah i mean he's still i had him laying around he's playing he's got a couple of things he plays with but i was i was feeding him and i just got this nasty smell and it was no shit like <laughs> 10 minutes after my my daughter and my son-in-law left and i'm like seriously <laughs> so you know i finish feeding him i take him in and check and i mean his, his diaper's clean i'm like eh, this dude's just got some stanky gas you know mm-hmm. and then uh Went back and he was still hungry, so I'm feeding him some more. And then same deal. And then uh, he was playing. Then he starts to get a little crabby. And I took him in there like right, right at the right time because had I waited any longer, you know, he's he's still small enough and the diapers are big enough where I mean it it would have got pushed up a little bit too far and it would have been it was a mess. It was, it was a mess in and of itself. But I'm just like, damn, damn boy, <laughs> like you made a mess. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, so you're not just a diaper, but uh, yeah, I, I sent my daughter a text. I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. And she's like, oh yeah, he only does that once a day. Lucky you. I'm like, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that's one of the promises, isn't it? You get to you get to change a shitty diaper at some point. All right then. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's uh, page what? 170. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, one one seventy whatever. It's uh, it's not in the main text, but it, it's in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, it was just nice. I mean, it's uh, he. I don't know. I posted some pictures on Instagram and on Facebook and stuff like that. It's uh, once again, like you say, you know, fucking promises, right? Which is uh, all right. So, um, first of all, and I think you would be better off because you ended up at the the hotel one time. Hotel, the phone booth, all that sort of thing. Uh, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, the, uh, uh, Mayfair. Yeah. So I, I thought to begin with, for, for those that didn't even know how this all came together, um, I mean, do you mind? Take a couple of minutes and just explain that brief story of what happened, you know, 80, 70 years ago. Um, all right. Well, um, let's see. Let me rattle my uh, brain cells here. Um Bill Wilson, Bill W., uh, was in Akron, Ohio. He lived in New York City. Um, he was in Akron, Ohio for some sort of business deal that uh, that failed because, you know, he can't do anything, right? Um, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So he's uh he's in Akron. He's by himself. I think he was he was under a year sober. I know that for sure. I think maybe around six months. Um, I could be wrong about that. Leave a comment. Anyway, he wasn't all that long sober. Um, and he's in Akron. He's by himself. He's uh, not doing too well in his endeavor. And he's staying in this hotel downtown. It's right downtown Akron. And uh, he's in the lobby and there's a bar in the hotel. And he's looking in and, you know, it's uh, it's looking familiar. We all know that feeling. So he's got a decision to make. Go into the bar and uh, do what he knows works or uh, find a drunk. And uh, he makes a decision to find a drunk. So he goes over to the payphone and uh, picks it up, makes a phone call to, um, you know, I'm not even really sure. I think uh, uh, maybe a church group or something. I don't know all the perfect details to this, but I know the general. Um, anyway, so he makes a phone call and uh, gets in touch with someone who knows of this doctor in town, this proctologist in town who is uh, fairly prominent. And um, like all of us, everybody knows he's a drunk. I'm sure he thought he was hiding it very well. And of course he wasn't. Um, so they get in touch with him and, uh they, they hook them up. They said they get this meeting together. Um, and Bob agrees, Dr. Bob, Dr. Bob Smith, um, agrees to meet with this idiot from New York. Um, and if I recall, Bob, uh, was going to give him about five minutes, you know, um, his wife is encouraging him. He's been, uh, trying to take him to the Oxford group and trying to get him sober. And of course, Bob doesn't stay sober for anything. Um, so he agrees to meet with this, this idiot from New York city for about five minutes. And they, they ended up spending, I believe at least an hour, maybe several hours together on that day, on this day. Um, and it was two drunks figuring out how to stay sober together. Um, and that's basically how Alcoholics Anonymous started. Very innocuous. Um, Bill needed a drunk to work with. They found one, um, and Bob liked what he had to say. Um, he understood that, um, you know, the all those outside people, those normal people that don't understand us couldn't help him. But this other drunk could. And they... Uh, they started working together and uh, started figuring out how to keep each other sober. sober. And that's Alcoholics Anonymous, man. One drunk helping another. <clears throat> so how'd I do? I, I know I left I a lot of stuff out. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, that in, I don't remember in the same thing who he made the phone call to. I don't recall. But that what you just said as far as the church, that sounds familiar to me because mm -hmm. it, it would make sense. It was either a church or a hospital, one of the two. So, right. you know, it was something it was something like that. But I think you're right about the church and the um, but, yeah, that's just the basics of it. Some some guys in town from, you know, from some other state just happens to make a phone call and and it starts this. And when you talk about, you know, again, starting this, this starts with two guys that starts with this and that and all these different things all over the, the country, then the world. And I mean, millions and millions of people have right. been affected by it. You know, so when you when you look at it that way, it, it is it's crazy, you know, that the and, and the thing, too, is the the basic structure of of AA has not really changed over the years. I mean, there's been some variances, some additions, some additional books and things like that. But right. when it comes down to it, it just it is what it is, you know, and mm -hmm. it still works. <laughs> and I mean, how many times have you and I said, I have no idea why this works? Right. <laughs> And then the other answer is, well, it just does, you know, so, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, and then it was, uh, God, I don't remember what year it was that, um, <clears throat> cause you had gone down to Founders Day before me at, at one point. And a lot of times you did, cause you would grab guys and we can talk about that in a second, but you grab guys, I would grab different guys, usually mm -hmm. wait for my sister. And then I know you went with somebody to that hotel and to the phone booth and you actually got a picture of yourself in that right. phone yeah. yeah which i mean 
And then the one time we ended up, we thought we were going, wasn't it that we thought we were going to Dr. Bob's the one time and they took us through the <laughs> historical? <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I think that was the first year we went down like <clears throat> on our own. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah because uh, down, down, they hold Founders Day in Akron. It's at the University of Akron on the college campus. Um, and all through the day, there are vans that take guys because Dr. Bob's house, um, which is a historical place, um, is a couple miles away. So they shuttle people back and forth on these vans. And we thought we were getting on the van to go well we thought we were getting on a bus to go to dr bob's house and we ended up taking a tour of akron um of all the sites that have meaning to alcoholics anonymous so um we're, we went by uh the hospital where um sister ignatia uh practiced down in akron um, if you guys don't know Sister Ignatia, she was uh, she worked in a hospital down there. She was a nun, and she helped start this thing. She was one of the first people that went that recognized that what Bob and Bill were doing was working. So she was encouraging, and she was taking drunks and hooking them up with Bob. And um, yeah, so we went by the hospital. We went by. The gatehouse at the Sebring Mansion, they were, uh, uh, the Seabrings were uh, millionaires in the rubber industry in Akron. Um, and that was the gatehouse of their mansion is where Bob and Bill first met. I know that much. Um, yeah, I don't even remember where else we went. Oh, we went to Central Office there, too. I remember they took us there, uh, which is cool. You know, there's a big stained glass uh, something right there. You had a picture of it for a while. I think it was on your phone, wasn't it? Yeah, and I uh, that's what I was thinking of. I thought that was like the historical society thing for them, but that might that was central office then. Huh? I didn't remember yeah. that part, but yeah. Akron. Yeah, Akron Central Office. That I do know. Okay. But yeah, that yeah, it was it was funny because we get on the, again, we got on the wrong freaking bus, but <laughs> and I think we ended up going to well, of course, what the Dr. Bob's house after that, because that's where we got you know our that picture. Right. right. No, so we we ended we ended up there, but but yeah, I mean, all, all in all, I mean, it ended up. I remember it's like, oh, man, we wanted to go here, but it was interesting, if, if nothing else, I think to, to mm -hmm. go there. Um, but so the the other thing, and let's go back to that that first that first year that we went. Well, I I was taken, and I don't remember the circumstance. I know you went. What was the mm -hmm. circumstance and how you ended up at Founders Day the the first year? So I mean, we're we're like a I almost said a year and a half, a month and yeah. a half sober. You yeah. know, so how did you, I don't remember how you ended up there. Um, I, I kind of wanted to go. I knew about Founders Day from sort of being around, um, a few years earlier. And, um, I ended up just hooking up with a couple of other guys. Um, I think one of them was in the house and maybe his brother took us down there. And, um, I don't know. It was just a couple of guys. It was a ride to get down there. So I went with them. Yeah, but okay, so this is almost like like when you and I went into the Keating Center, you mm -hmm. were done, you wanted to go in there, you wanted to, I did not. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so there was, do you remember, and I don't remember his, his last name, and I wouldn't say it anyhow if I did, but there was that that one of the other, you know, probably the thousand Joes that we've known, but he mm -hmm. was uh, he was kind of a big, almost bodybuilder Italian Joe. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah, bag of dogs. There you go, Joey Bagadonis. I forgot that we called him that. Yes, that guy. So um, he had come in. I don't remember if he came in the same time as us or shortly after that, whatever the deal was. So right. you figure that I got there on April 23rd. You figured, what, the 28th that you got into the heating? Okay. And then, you know, so this is this is June 10th. or I'm sorry, June right. 12th. Because I, I, uh, I still have my ticket. I posted that up on Instagram the other day, too. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. So it was June 12th. Um, you know, so again, I mean, it's sober wise, we weren't even two months over, you know, right. and we're sitting outside at, at one of the tables. And I remember Marty came walking out and he comes walking out and he's there. Everyone's talking about this Founders Day thing all day because uh, mm -hmm. to step back a little bit, Marty used to do that with new guys. He would he would either take them or get other people to take it, which other people became us later on. Which right. Again, part of our, our story coming up here. But um, so Marty comes out and they're talking about this all day long. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking go anywhere. 
I don't <laughs> any part of any of this shit. So I was still in that, you know, once again, I'll say, imagine that I was still in the angry mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he comes out and he's looking at both of us. And I'm like, don't ask me, don't ask me, don't ask me, don't ask me, don't ask me. And he goes to Joe. He's like, you're going to founder's day. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, thank God. So right. I'm sitting there and I, I'm probably, I don't know, drinking coffee, smoking a cigarette. Five minutes later, he comes walking back out and he's like, you're going to founder's day too. And I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go, you know, so right. um, me, Joe, Marty, and uh, Bob, it was the, I forget what, you remember Bob, but I don't remember what his position was there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so we got into Marty's car and, you know, we're driving down there and I remember stopping someplace because Marty's like, if you want, you want something to drink, he goes, we're going to stop here at like a, I don't know, it was a gas station or something like that. We just got like sure. a fountain soda, you know, so we grabbed that. And then we we pull into the I think we well I know for a fact the parking garage that you and I ended up always parking in is right. where we where we parked and we're walking over and at that point not only did I not want to be there but as we start walking through like the motorcycle lot getting closer to the stadium and there's all these people and I mean people are having fun there's music playing there's all this different stuff and I'm mm-hmm. starting to get like it felt like a party you know what it reminded right. me of. Well, it, it is. It's a sober party, but it reminded me of in Milwaukee uh, Summerfest. I talked about that plenty of times. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a music festival in the summer, and I used to drink my ass off there. Right. You know, so that's what it felt like. But you know, we went in there, and it was uncomfortable. We went up in the stadium, and then we we did the whole thing. And what what blew my mind was, um, and I remember, do we do they do the? Because it's, it's been a few years now since we've been there, a couple years at least. Right. Do we do the, I know we do the Lord's Prayer at the end, but the Serenity Prayer, was that done as a group or no? I don't remember. You know, I, I God, I don't remember either. I think so. Yeah. But I do remember that the Lord's Prayer at the end having, and at that, that year there was like 15, 13, 14, 15,000 people there, right. um, which was crazy. But on top of that, you know, doing the, the whole sober count up and all these different things. And, and I start to, I mean, it was a beautiful night out. So we're sitting out there and then this lead, I don't remember what they talked about, but then the, the thing that blew my mind was that uh, the Lord's prayer having 15,000 people, you know, saying the Lord's prayer in like unison. And I was just like, mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> so um, again, I didn't want to be there. I wasn't necessarily happy that I went afterwards. It was just kind of mind blowing. But then, yeah, mm-hmm. after that, every every year after that, we went down there. And then that turns into, so, and maybe even go into, like, how did it, I don't even remember how it ever came up with us taking guys down there. Do you? Um, I, I, I'm sure Marty just said you're taking some guys. Because, I mean, that, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that that the first year we went on our own, we were we were still in the three-quarter house, weren't we? Um. Well, yeah, it would have been, you figure it would have been June of eleven. So yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm sure he just went, yeah. You're you're taking guys. I'm sure that's how it happened. <laughs> right. You have cars now. You have jobs now. You got a couple bucks in your pocket. Give back, assholes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and I was just gonna. As soon as you said, I think he just asked this in my head. Was I'm like, could it be that simple? Is that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. My, my typical line to your typical answer. But so, so I couldn't remember, but the, the cool part about it, the first year that he said it, and I don't remember ever being, I don't think I was irritated by it at all. I don't think it bothered me one way or the other, but then um, years going forward, we actually looked forward to it. And mm-hmm. I remember, you know, a couple of years, like the, the first year, which would have been, I don't know when we were probably five, six years sober when, um, you know, and at that point I was back in Wisconsin, but I always came back from our, our anniversary, like we did this year. And mm-hmm. I always came back for founder's day that my two favorite, um, sobriety dates, well, actually two of my, my most favorite days of the year, you know, right. because, uh, again, without those two things, like we talked about, I have nothing else in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I remember the, the one year us going there and he, he's like, yeah, you know, there's no, no one to take down the, down this year. And we're like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> it was like weird, you know? Um, but so I posted a couple of pictures on Instagram. I did the one with, um, James, uh, who was your, mm. your responsee and the one that helped out our cousin. And then, right. um, it was, I think one other picture you and I, the most recent one. And then there might've been one other one, but at least the one with James, I think I posted, so a couple of them with, you know, us in front of the house 
right? And then some other one. I took one in the stadium, one like a back view, kind of where the whole smoking section was, so you could see all the people in the stadium. Um, right. You know, I just, so I just I just posted all those today, and uh, it posted a couple other things. But so yeah, I mean, today normally, um, and, and I had all these memories popping up on Facebook because mm-hmm. over the years, I mean, it's it's this weekend. It's always between the ten nine times out of ten between the tenth and the thirteenth is how the weekend falls. Right. You know, I think. And it's, uh, I mean, clearly today is the day that's the actual anniversary, but they always have Founders Day on that, on that weekend. So there's been at least three times in, in years past in the last, well, you know, 11 years that mm-hmm. um, I've been driving out to Cleveland, you know, on, on a right. day like today. So in, in this year, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of funny. And I felt like an ass after I said it because my, well, and again, yeah, I know if you're going to say it, I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um so whatever it was it was three four months ago uh the wedding that they're going to today is her brother her brother's getting married you mm-hmm. know so her entire obviously that side of the family is going to be there you know so right. she's like hey right. you know do you mind you know watching ollie overnight and because originally i was going to be here overnight because they were going to stay overnight mm-hmm. and then uh, she she said the date and again she texted me all i had to do was look see and then make my decision you know, which right. would have been, of course I will. But I texted back. I'm like, wait a second. I said, I think that's Founder's Day weekend, but let me get right back to you. And then I hit mm-hmm. send. I'm like, why did, why did I do that? Because then, <laughs> then, you know, I mean, well, you know my daughter. I mean, she's <clears throat> she's like Kathy and she's like Jody. I mean, they're probably three of the nicest human beings on the planet. Right. You know, and, and then she's like, she's like, oh, I don't want you to miss that. I know how important it is. And then I felt terrible. But mm-hmm. I said, but I brought up the story about what, what Joe had told us. You know, we the reason we get sober is to be able to do things like this, and it's okay to miss things like that. Granted, it's right. a Founders Day is a thing we do every year, but the, the whole point is that I, I'm sober so I can be here for these the things that I'm doing right this moment, right now. Absolutely. So, but yeah, so that's why that's why I'm not doing it this year. You know, last two years, obviously pandemic shit. But um, other than that, we've gone there, and um, you know, so yeah, taking the guys down there was always was always a lot of fun. Um, but the uh, the other thing too, oh, the picture in front of the house uh, every mm-hmm. year. And we, I think we did that just I don't know if just because you and I took a picture of that, you know, of ourselves that first year or whoever we had with us. I don't remember if we had guys that first year. I'm sure we did. Yeah. Um, but, but we took a picture at that corner of the house and I posted, mm-hmm. you know, again, one of those uh, today on Instagram and then Mike and I standing there in our, in our shirts a couple of months ago when we were done, when we were there, that's the, right. we do, we do that picture every year and, and we do it with the guys that we're with, whoever we're with that year, we take the picture mm-hmm. and then tell them, Mike, tell them what we challenge them with every year. We tell them, we said, we want you back here next year. You know, we want you to take this picture with us next year because we're going to be here next year. You should be, too. <laughs> yeah. And how many people have showed up with us again? Uh, well, James. And, <laughs> and he didn't stay sober the whole time. I think he I think he showed up a couple of years later after going back out. And, um, yeah, he was yeah. the only one that we've had as a repeat customer. Yeah, and the the only other one that's been to Founders Day more than that first year, but but had to leave and wasn't able to go over to Doctor Bob's house was our cousin Ryan, and he's right. he was he was with us the the first year that he was sober because we took him down there, mm-hmm. and then uh, he's he has stayed, but he's the only one you know that's yeah. that stayed. And I mean, we there's some years we had we had a minimum every year of three guys, maybe four, maybe six, you know. So even if, I mean, average. Four guys over even 10 years or three guys, that's 30 people that we've had sitting in that, in that picture. Right. <laughs> and the only, the only constant is you and I, you know, which is, um, I mean, hmm. to me, part, part of it, you know, I, I laugh. It's almost an uncomfortable laughter. It's like, damn, I don't even, I mean, we've seen the, the one guy that was two years ago with the sunglasses. We just saw him at um, Gordon Square a couple years ago. I can't remember his name now, but um then uh, I think we've seen a couple other people that, you know, it's like a few years later again, you see him like James, but, uh, right. but I mean, it's, it's a shame, you know, because like we've said before that, that we were given, uh, we haven't done anything special. And I, and I know I said it before, but I'll say it again. It is much of a, and I'll just say me as much of an egotist as I am. Um, I know this is the one thing I'm not egotistical about ever, right. you know, the only thing I, I mess around with is with Mike about the fact that I've got four days on him. And that's a, that's an right. inside joke 
and that it is that goes into that. But he and I, it, it was a funny thing that happened once, and then we carried on and joke about it, you know. But mm-hmm. but other than that, I mean, it's uh, it, it's a shame is what it is because we've all been given the same opportunity, you know, right. and every single one of those guys came through the Keating Center just like us, different ages, different backgrounds, everything, you know. Right. So it is it is kind of a shame. Um, but I mean, how nice it was, obviously, a couple months ago to get that full tour. But we always we always go to Dr. Bob's house. We always go to the history of the big book, which is ridiculously cool. Mm-hmm. And that um, that chick that does it now, she's been sober, what, 30 plus years, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She um, she was uh, what uh, Bill's wife's Bill's wife's uh, assistant, I believe, for a while. Towards the end of her life, I believe that's what her connection is. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think I, so. I I, I know she worked remember. with. I yeah, she worked with Lois in some capacity. I know that. And Lois is Bill Wilson's wife. Right, but um, no, I didn't. I didn't even remember that part of it. But no, she's cool, and it's uh, it's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun and big auditorium, and it's a place where usually if it's smoking hot or something like that, we can go in there and it's air conditioned and it's comfortable mm-hmm. and. <laughs> we rest our rest our weary bones for a little bit while we're in there right right but so um anything else that uh that you remember i mean we've we've had i mean we've had such so much fun i mean down there oh yeah our uh our sister i think she's she's gone with us every year except for one because she and i think she and my niece were traveling someplace they went to greece Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they were <laughs> my memories. My memories uh, yeah. A few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, other than that, so our, our sister is a, is a normie once again, I and mean, we've talked about her plenty, but um, you know, she's not um, no issue with alcohol, um, anything like that, but obviously dealt with it with, you know, well, me and my dad, and then, you know, obviously Mike and the cousin, mm-hmm. just all these different people she's met. So the, I forget when it was, maybe it was, year, maybe it might've been year one or certainly year two. Uh, we, mm-hmm. she, always, she always came with us. And I remember right. the two things with, two things with her and, um, God, and I can't remember the, was it Rebecca? The, the one that, cause she, she passed last couple yeah. of years. Yeah. My friend okay. Becky. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and but she was there and I, I think it was that well it might have been that year we were waiting for that bus come to think of it so it might have been the first year <laughs> but but she was uh, like rebecca was saying something about her anniversary coming up and uh, mm-hmm. my sister's like this is like oh my anniversary's coming up too and she was talking <laughs> about her 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 wedding anniversary right. and then she's yeah. like she's like oh when's your anniversary she's like oh the 24th and she's like congratulations and how many years and she's like Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's my wedding wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the one year I told Kathy, I'm like, you know, I was dead serious to her. I said, you have to tell people you're not sober. She's like, what do you mean? I said, yeah. you can't, you you have to. I said, you can't just let them start talking to you about things. You have to identify that you're not a member of this mm-hmm. program. <laughs> right. She's just like, she's like, wait, what? And I said, yeah. I said, you're breaking tons of rules probably just by being here. I said, you got at least say who you are mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, she's all freaking out and i'm just like i'm fucking with you then <laughs> then we used to always introduce her and she get mad i'm like i'm like yeah yeah she's my sister she's a normie she's like right stop doing stop doing that <laughs> 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 and then when we got there i remember going there at one time and we were actually walking down to to go to grab uh, now that we knew where to go to to get on the vans to go to dr bob's mm-hmm. and we're we're walking along and uh Kathy's like, and this might have been again year three or four. We weren't, we were sober a little bit, but not, not too long. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's like, well, I've been sober for three days. And I said, <laughs> and I said, no, you haven't. And she's like, yes, I have. I said, mm-hmm. you have not. And she's like, I haven't had anything to drink in three days. And I said, then say that you haven't drank in three days. You're not sober. I said, right. I said, <laughs> And I'm like, and for everyone out there, I'm fucking with her, by the way, when I'm doing this, but it's crazy funny. So um, then I'm like, I said, Kathy, I said, being sober is a lifestyle. It's not just about not drinking. Right. And, right. and then she's like, that's not what you told me the first year we were down here. And I said, why would you listen to me then? I didn't, I didn't know anything. Right. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> But, uh, but no, I mean, our, our sister, she's a, she's a good shit and, uh, extremely, 
extremely supportive of mm-hmm. everything that we do and, and everyone in recovery. And, uh, but no, I just like to, I like to mess with her, but, um, yeah, so those are those couple of, a couple of things, any other, any other like mindful things or, or big things that came up in your mind about founders day? I mean, anything else? I just, I thought it'd be cool to talk about it just cause it, you know, obviously sure. again, it's the day. So, um, I mean, the, the coolest thing I like, and I'm missing it this year too. I have to put that out there. Um, I'm not going to go down tomorrow. Um, I thought about it. And um, again, family things. Um, my, my girlfriend's son and his boyfriend are coming into town. Um, his fiance, actually get that right. Uh, Cause they listen. Oh, I, you know what? And I wanted to, um, I want to sidebar here. Um, I've got some anecdotal um, statistics here too. Um, I've been talking to some people and apparently we've got a fairly uh, sizable contingent of normies that listen to us. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, normies and, and as much as, you know, they're, they've been drunk adjacent. Um, they've had people in their lives that have suffered from this disease. Um, some that are sober, some that aren't. But um, apparently they, they just like to uh, listen to us and uh, get some perspective on um, what it's like to, to be an alcoholic and also to get some perspective on what it's like to be a sober alcoholic. Um, so we've got some, so hi to all the normies out there listening. And it made me think of that because uh, apparently her son and his boyfriend um, have listened to several episodes as well. So, and she's got people at work and um, yeah, we were talking about that the other night. So apparently there's a, there's quite a few normies out there listening to us. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, first of all, and it's fiance, not boyfriend. How many times do I have to remind you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, but no, I, I agree with you. And, and thank you. Anyone that's listening. And I told you like Kathy and a couple of her friends were listening. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. I, I love that. And in that you saw that comment that I posted on Instagram and, and now I know who posted it. It's nobody that you would know. It's just one of our followers. But okay. uh, when I, when I posted it up and you know, when she said, it's like eavesdropping on um, two people just randomly talking about recovery. I thought that was mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. You know, and cause I thought about that. I'm like, I'm like, shit, man. Once again, you know, we, we talk about, you know, not giving a shit and winging it and doing all this stuff, which we do, mm-hmm. but right. that, that, that is the whole point And that's what we wanted. And, and I'll say this again for everyone. I do, I write down thoughts and I write down things. I had literally a list of like seven or eight things that just popped into my head throughout the week that I thought would be cool to talk about. And at some mm-hmm. point we will, um, right. but then Founders Day and I'm like, we need to talk about that. And now we're 37 minutes into a Founders Day conversation, which um, we have, we have no structure to this. It's not like every person that comes on or every, it, when we have guests, I have mm. no desire to have a structure to it. I know you don't either. Because, nope. <laughs> but that's the fun part, you know? So um, I was so happy to hear that because inadvertently we're, we're doing what we are not necessarily trying to do. If that makes right. any sense. We're, we're accidentally being informative. <laughs> It's the only way it's ever going to happen. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and last thing on that, I had uh, in that uh, that person that I that I talked to still, and uh, you know, again, mm-hmm. she had she had said to me one time, she said uh, she said you realize that you guys are um, every once in a while you're far more mature than your name implies. <laughs> <laughs> again, accidentally. That's what I, that's what I told her. But did you see that thing about another thing I posted on Instagram where it said, um, a best friends are like, you can talk all this nonsensical, whatever shit. And then five minutes later, be talking about the deepest conversation. And we've mm-hmm. done that. We're talking about the deep stuff. And then the next thing we were talking about toilets mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, how did that happen? But, uh, I, I, sorry about for derailing that, but you are the one that derailed at first, but no, Normies, welcome uh, by all means. Anything and, and comment on that too, please. From a normie yeah. standpoint, because the the one individual that gave us all the suggestions to begin with, she is a normie, mm. you know. And um, so, yeah, if if we have, if you guys have, you know, questions about, you know, whether it's people or friends or, or things, it's like when this happens. First of all, we can't we can't tell you why somebody acts the way they act, but we can mm. talk about we can talk about a topic. You know, if right. you have a you know a thing, you don't have to say. My brother's girlfriend, when right. she does this, this mm-hmm. isn't this isn't 
isn't dear fucking Abby. You know, you don't have to do that. Right. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. But on that note, you know, um, as much as we think we're unique, um, we're not. Us drunks are uh, pretty much all running on the same gear. So, um, you know, it, we can, I'm sure we can address the topic um, from our own perspective, and it's going to probably relate to their perspective. So there's that. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I was thinking more along the lines of uh, not being able to tell somebody what they have to do to, to change, but no, that's right. you, ex, you explained it better. So I, I appreciate that. That's it again. So, yeah. Right. Okay. So back to the founders day before I derailed myself, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the cool thing about founders day, and it kind of relates to that last topic it run it on the same gear you know, you've got 15,000 people there that are very different, um, like built um, <clears throat> the motorcycle parking lot. Um, I, we need to explain that a little bit. The motorcycle parking lot has about at least a thousand Harleys parked in there. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. It, I mean, it's it's a huge parking lot and it's just motorcycles and it goes on for like it's probably what a full city block square. I mean, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so you've got that contingent, um, but you've got everybody. everybody. You know, there's doctors and lawyers and, and painters and roofers and, and, and everything. There's everybody there, but we're all drunks and we're all junkies. And, we're all junkies. and um. And- you just you walk in there, man, and and you realize you're not alone, which is really the cool thing. I mean, that first experience, you can probably speak to it more. Walking in there, not wanting to be there, yeah, you, you touched on it, you know, just being in that stadium with all those fifteen thousand people doing the Lord's Prayer. It was like, wow, I, I guess I'm not by myself, and I'm certainly not unique, right? And yeah. you know the. And be, before that, and I already talked about it, when with the meetings, the the big, you know, again, that Monday night meeting that I went to, the Keating Center one, <clears throat> that probably had 100 people, and I was blown away. And then we went to West Park Men on Wednesday, and that had probably 200-plus people, and I was blown right. away. And then, right. yeah, I, I ended up in a, in a stadium with, I mean, literally 15,000 people, and these are from all around the world, you right. know? And, and yeah, that, that was the thing. And once again, like I said, I, I know I wasn't happy to be there, but I was. It, it gave me, if, if nothing else, looking back at it now, it gave me pause of just thinking, this is, where, where are all these people? Where, where are they from? Right. <laughs> you know, and I wasn't, I knew about AA. I've been to meetings with my dad and all that stuff. You know, I, I mm-hmm. knew, I can say this, I knew enough about sobriety and AA to make myself dangerous, comparing myself. I'm not that bad yet, like I said, mm-hmm. when I was. And understanding this, these outskirts. So I, I understand more things um, as I go along, thinking, shit, my dad said that. Damn it, my dad said that. I remember this from that. <laughs> you know? But um, but yeah, there, there was definitely, um, <clears throat> you know, like you said, that wow moment. So so yeah, going there and not feeling alone, that's huge. And it's, it is. It's so much fun. It is so much fun. Yeah. So you're not, you're not, you were thinking about going down to the meeting, but now family stuff, right. family stuff, right? Yeah. They're coming into town and we're going to, you know, just hang out. Uh, my girlfriend's birthday was last weekend. Uh, her son's birthday was like a couple of days ago. So we're going to kind of celebrate that together. And, um, you know, they live up, uh, outside of Detroit. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, uh, that family. You know, we like you said, Joe told us, man, a long time ago, you know, we got sober to be there for them, you know, so we'll uh, uh, hopefully next year. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I would. Uh, and, that, and that's the one thing, too, that uh, and I'm glad that, you know, last year and and this year we were able to get together for our um, <clears throat> at least for our anniversary. Right. Because that that's something that um, <clears throat> excuse me, that's something we did and we we pledged it, you know, to begin with to ourselves that, Hey, like, mm-hmm. especially after I moved, like every year we're getting together, uh, right. you know, for our anniversary. And we have it except for the, again, the, the pandemic year, we weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but, right. um, but yeah, other than that in founder's day too, you know, the, 
two two years in a row they canceled it and i right. attended the the online they did the uh the big meeting online last year i don't think i did the first year i did i listened right. in the, right. to the speaker but uh, but then this came up you know this year and i'm like okay this is this is fine but yeah by all means next year market yeah, definitely definitely <laughs> definitely yeah and uh and actually last year um on the weekend that you know we we couldn't go to founder's day because they weren't having it um a group of us drunks got together here in cleveland and uh we played cards and ate a bunch of food and we went to marty michelle's house you know so um i got to spend founder's day weekend last year with uh about a dozen or so drunks it was a good damn good time Oh, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah, because that yep. was, uh, I mean, I, I hadn't seen a lot of those people in well over a year, almost mm-hmm. a year and a half, I think, at that point, because, uh, you know, timing-wise for me to get out there and then, again, pandemic. But, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, it was great. It was just great hanging yeah. out. And then, um, yeah, I remember I, I had to cut out on cards because we had, uh, our aunt was not feeling well. So right. I was over by, uh, by Ryan and Ryan and Carla's that night, I think. So, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we did what we could and it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun, but yeah, that was it. That was at Marty and Michelle's house. So you, yeah. you've heard the name, you heard the name Marty enough. And Michelle is, uh, has not only been one of our friends for, for years, but, um, you know, two individuals that, uh, that have been, were part of our whole group of people and they got married, you know, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Right. So, um, I do have a couple of things in, in outside. Well, I guess let me let me stop there. Anything else on on Founders Day that um, that you had on your mind, or mm, no? I think we pretty much covered it. Okay, yeah. Like I said, I just wanted to make sure. I I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it. And, and once again, I thought it was cool that it was the day. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about the well, two things I was thinking about with one thing that just came up and I had it written down, and the other thing that made me think of it as we were talking about it, but I actually had it written down too. Do you remember? So, I mean, at this time that we went to our first founders day, again, we just figured out and obviously talked about the fact of how new we were. And, right. and I didn't, I didn't feel like drinking when I was, when I was taken there, but it felt mm-hmm. like a party atmosphere. I just, I, again, I keep using the word uncomfortable. Right. Do, you, do you remember at all having any cravings or desires to drink when we were in the Keating center? So within that first 90 days, no, I didn't. I, I, I seriously didn't. Um, you know, <laughs> to the point where I remember there was a couple of times where I would like try to make myself think about drinking, um, make to, you know, cause I mean, yeah, hell I was, we were, you know, uh, literally weeks sober at that point. And, and I did, there was a few times where I would like, I'd try to think about, you know, me missing it and all that. Um, <laughs> and I did miss it, you know, cause it was my best friend for a very long time, that feeling, that ease and comfort. Um, but no, nah, nah, I, I never wanted it in the Keating center. I never wanted to that. It, I'd have left. If that was the case, I know that because, well, I, I did it in other facilities. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I didn't. I was, like I said, I've said it before, I was done. Um, I didn't know how I was going to be done, but I knew I was done. How about you? You know, the, the surprising part is no. And, right. and what, what made me think about that was again, and I, I, I get a lot of these ideas from this podcast that I listen to, because she has such a, such a wide range of people that she talks mm-hmm. to and they talk about everything. They talk about AA to sober living to all these other topics that we've, that we've touched on. But that was, uh, you know, a lot of times they do, they talk about cravings and of course our lovely word triggers and all that. But mm-hmm. a lot of people do in that, in those early stages. And I don't know why I hadn't thought about it since we've been doing this, but I didn't. And yeah, thinking back on it now, I don't, I have no idea why I would not have had cravings, but I didn't. Right. Yeah. So, cause it seriously with the, the mindset and the fact that I didn't want to, to be there, but I didn't want to be there and I wanted to go on with my life. But I, mm. I don't remember saying that because even being around, you know, again, mom and John and or Johnny and different places. And I wasn't really around people that, that drank, but here's the other thing. And and I've told people this before that I talked to that did not go through a sober living facility because we, it, the Keating Center, we'll, we'll say it again, is not a rehab. It's a sober nope. living facility. Huge, 
huge difference. None, mm-hmm. none of this programs and anything like that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with 28 day programs, but that's not what this was completely right. different story. And we were involved in it, even on the outskirts of it in the three quarter house, but still involved in it for a year and a half, you know, mm-hmm. so everything that we did, especially for the first, definitely for the first 90 days. And then until we moved into the three quarter house, but for that, for that initial year, year and a half, which is critical, I think for anyone, mm-hmm. we, we always had a safe place to go, which I think helps a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of occurred to me now. Maybe that's why I didn't have cravings because I knew I could just go home and, well, right. somebody was, was drunk up in the attic or <laughs> mm-hmm. or had, had shot up and was working on the house out front. But, yeah, it was a relatively safe place to be. So It yeah. was. But um, also the other thing that kind of popped in, and you had mentioned it before too, and I wrote it down. I wrote this down like three weeks ago, and I forgot about it. Do you mm-hmm. remember when you ever? What month did you get your first coin? Uh, I mean, you know what? Um, this time I didn't, because um, I had I had a, quite a collection of thirty, sixty, ninety day coins. Um, Never really got past that much. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't get my first coin this time around until I got my year. Really? I, I, I didn't want a month coin. I didn't want I didn't want a six month coin. I didn't want a nine month coin. I wanted a year. <laughs> well, but but again, I guess you just explained exactly why that, and I didn't realize that because I remember the I got mine and and I think I was at. I know I went to, it was hugely important for me to go to, to Stella Maris in that mm-hmm. first week I was there so that I get into the Keating Center on a Friday. First, basically, I considered my first day to be that Saturday. And I went to Stella Maris that next Saturday and was able, because for, for those that you don't know, that usually in a lot of the AA meetings, let's say anyone new, first day, first week in the program, stand up to introduce mm-hmm. yourself, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. <clears throat> and we were encouraged we weren't forced to do that. We were encouraged to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, as I thought about it, and it was it was important to me because that's where my dad got sober. So I wanted to do that. And I, I, I remember going there and thinking, because I'd been that I'd never been to that meeting before, but people told me they're like, yeah, they they give out these uh, I don't know, these uh, one week coins, whatever it is, it's these initial coins. And mm-hmm. like a almost like a starter packet, if you want to call it that way. Right. Uh, well, guess what? When I got there, they were fucking out of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, it may be. I, I wasn't even mad. I was just I was kind of bummed out about it. Mm-hmm. So then, at thirty days, sixty days, um, I remember trying to get people. I'm like, I want to go to a meeting to get a coin and whatever it was, whoever, whatever, because it was only certain meetings that gave out monthly coins. Most of them were a year and over, which right. they still are. They still are in Cleveland. But there was mm-hmm. the one on uh, um, was it called the West Clifton? Was that the name of the meeting? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's where I got my my six month coin. You know, so all the way through, I was trying to get coins, and however it was, I ended up there, and I got my that was my first one at six months. Hmm. You know, and then I don't I don't think I, I don't think I got another one till till my year. But the same deal, you gave me. Well, we already told the story about my one year coin at the Keating Center. Right. I did go to um, Stella Maris and got my one year coin there, and that's the one I have. I've got a picture of my dad with my son and my niece mm-hmm. and actually the I'll have to take a picture of this again. I know I did it before I put it on Instagram just as a nice picture. But once I say this, I think people will get a whole new vision of it. So I've got the coin basically on my dad's chest. And I joked mm-hmm. about this, that I, I made my dad look like Flava Flav, you know, so that's kind of what, that's kind of what it looks like, but he's wearing a coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <clears throat> But yeah, then after that, uh, pretty much every year, you know, we get our coins from from Gordon Square. Sometimes I've got one from a sponsor, and then you know our family gets us our coins. But uh, right. yeah, I just couldn't. Re- I couldn't remember. I, I had no recollection of anything that that you did with a you know any months like that. So it was just a, more of a curiosity. But uh, right. The other thing that I had in my mind, and you already you kind of uh, you touched on you've touched on this a number of times over the last few episodes, which made me think of it. And I finally wrote it down. But we were talking about the fourth step and the fifth step. And if you do those right, you don't have to do it again if mm-hmm. you're always if you doing do a 10 step. 
right. doing the proper steps. So, you know, and since you brought it up so much, and I, I just thought it'd be an interesting topic because I, I do have some ideas on it too, but for anyone who doesn't know, because personally I think it's a it's a life thing to do. It doesn't necessarily have to be a step in alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. um, but just explain what the 10-step is and maybe how you do it. I mean, I'll do the same. I, I do it every day, but... right. Uh, well, 10 step is, uh, <laughs> now you just put me on the spot, man. <laughs> I can recite what it actually says. I know what it says. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Okay. So continue to take personal inventory. And when we were wrong, we were promptly, wrong admitted promptly admitted it. admitted it. Thank you. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. And uh, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. I'm going to fuck up. I'm not perfect. You know, I am going to do wrong things. Um, But when I do, recognize it, apologize, and don't fucking do it again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, you know, every day. And and, and part of doing 10-step is is at the end of the day, reviewing your day, seeing where you're an asshole. You know, again, recognizing it. Um, and that's and it's a muscle we I have to work every day because I will ignore it. I did it for decades of my life. You know, um, yes, I'm an asshole and I'm not paying attention to me being an asshole. Now I have to pay attention to me being an asshole. Um, yeah, promptly admit it and 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 don't you know and take take responsibility for yourself, good and bad. You know, again, it's a daily inventory. When you do that four-step inventory, it's not just all the bad stuff. It's good stuff, too. You know, so you know where you stand. Um, And it's the same 10-step, that daily one. You know, okay, I did this today. I held the door for the old lady. Cool. Um, I didn't hold the door for some asshole that I didn't like his face. I probably shouldn't (laughs) have done that. (laughs) I did it, but I probably shouldn't have. So, (laughs) you know, progress, not perfection, man. Um, Yeah, you know, but if I'm doing that on a daily basis, I'm not building shit up so I don't have to add to that eighth step list, Um, you know, uh, people I did harm to. And uh, and I'm fixing it on a daily basis so I'm not building that crap up anymore. That's my 10th step. Just to review it today, good and bad. And and I wasn't trying to put you on the spot, and I didn't write that down. That's the one that that's the one that I can recite. Basically, you could wake me up, and I can recite that because there's a there's a word in there that I bring up in a minute that was a mm-hmm. revelation to me when I was like three and a half years sober. But so that was one of the things that, and like I said, I had it written down. But when I said I knew some things from my dad, my dad mm-hmm. used to always talk about um, taking an inventory, taking a daily inventory. I had mm-hmm. no idea what he what he meant by it. And mm-hmm. then um, actually. Even though, you know, you're, you're not, well, everything's suggested, but it's suggested to do the steps in order. It's, mm-hmm. it's certainly not, not frowned upon to do, you know, a, a sort of 10 step right away. Cause you still have to be a good person and try to admit you're wrong. And you, you don't have to do the structured part of it, but it's, I started doing stuff like that right mm-hmm. away, you know, kind of reviewing shit. And to this day, when I, when I do my prayers at night in the, and I've already said, like when I always say, you know, alcohol and drugs and, you know, without you, my higher power type of thing, you know, my, mm-hmm. my life is unmanaged. So I always do that. And then at night I sit there and I'm like, <laughs> I literally say these words every night. I'm like, okay, how was my day or okay, my day. And then mm-hmm. I think, and I do that every single night. Right. And right. S- sometimes in, in my head, I'm like, I'm all stressed out about work. And mm-hmm. here, here's the thing, and I, I talk to a lot of people that, you know, when they first get sober, they can't sleep. And, or when, you know, during sobriety, they can't sleep. I couldn't sleep when I was drinking. What the hell was that? (laughs) Oh, that's a little game we play here in Cleveland. Fireworks or gunshots? It was fireworks. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, damn, did Mike just get shot? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, not today. Dude, that would, that would suck, man. I'd have to finish this. I mean, yeah. (laughs) You'd be gone, but I had to finish this on my own. I'd be like, "Fuck!" Right. This. So, um, <laughs> but so, so I it, basically what I what I learned to do right away because when I was drinking, it was like when when I laid my head down, there was an immediate on switch for my brain because I never dealt with anything, you mm-hmm. know. So my brain went on and I couldn't sleep. 
So now that's the other point of doing the 10 step from what I was, I was told in the way I use it is I clear my head out at night and then I can, (laughs) that's fucking, that's fucking awesome. See, once again, this, that's great to me. I think that's wonderful. (laughs) Really, It is. It just makes, it makes what we do so much more fun and real. There's, there's some ass, there's some asshole lighting fireworks out while we're trying to record a podcast. That's fucking great. You know, I guarantee they're drinking and smoking dope. Right. No, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so I do that and anything like that, if I'm really worked up about like work, for instance, I I've usually had it rambling through my head all through the day, or it could be an individual. It could be a circumstance. And I, mm-hmm. I guess I trained, trained myself if what, if you want to call it that, to say, right. okay, there's, right. there's nothing I can do about this now. Um, I'll worry about it tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. but then, but then the other thing is I didn't get it right away that I was supposed to look at good things. I just look for bad things, right? you know, so now I do look at the things that I did well or things that are going well or progress that I'm making in certain areas. But the main thing is I, I look at, I'm like, oh man, you know, same thing, like you said, you know, especially if it's somebody that, that is in my life or in my workspace or something like mm-hmm. that, that I, that I was a little bit of a dick to, I'm going to, I'm going to own up to that. If I didn't do it promptly to begin with. Right. And man, I don't know how many times and it's happened with my sister. It's happened with our mom. It's happened with friends. Um, I've, it's happened with my son, my daughter, anyone, mm-hmm. you know, I, some shit comes out of my mouth and I, uh, I'm like, man, I, I said, I apologize, you know, or right. it, with a man, it happened with a manager of mine. I got kind of, uh, and this was when I first moved back to Wisconsin, like year two at this job, I mm. got uh, I disappointed on a review and I didn't light her up, but I kind of told her how I felt. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I went, I went back to the training room and I'm, I'm typing up this thing cause I was making notes on whatever. And I actually went back. I, I literally circled back, <laughs> mm-hmm. not, not her term. I circled back in the office and, and I apologized to her and, and she's like, She's like, I don't, she goes, I know you're upset. She goes, I know what you're expecting and it didn't happen. So she goes, I truly appreciate it, but you, you were fine. You were, cause I apologize. I thought I was disrespectful to her and I didn't mean to do that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And then, then of course, then, then there's me and this is me at that point at four or five years sober. Then I walked out of the office and I'm like, well, fuck it. I didn't even have to apologize then. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's goddamn program, man. It fucks us all up, makes us nice people. But the uh, but the other thing, and you just said it a minute ago. You said basically, you know, we're going to be wrong. I missed the word when in that step step for three and a half years. Mm. I was at a meeting. I was at a meeting in Madison, and we were sitting down and we were talking about it was a step meeting, and you know, I'm clearly talking about that the ten step. And mm. somebody said they're like, yeah, one of the most important parts that you know, the guy was relatively new. Well, six months, eight months, whatever. He's under a year. And he mm-hmm. said, yeah, my sponsor pointed that out to me. He goes, the word when. And I looked mm. at it. I'm like, I've never noticed that before. Because it's, <laughs> it's not even saying that we could be wrong. It's saying we will be. So when oh, yeah. we're wrong, right. you know, it, it, it's a proactive step. When you're wrong, you got to do this. It's already telling you what to do, which I right. thought was so great. You know, but absolutely. No, I was in Madison three and a half, maybe, maybe even four years sober at that mm-hmm. point. It just clicked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, you know, man, <laughs> by no means do I have this thing down yet. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was just, uh, it's just one of those things, just like I, just like I've said for everything else. I mean, the, the sometimes slowly variety. Um, yep. That, that's pretty much what, what I've been. So anything else, I mean, do you do, um, the 10 step every night. Yeah. Yeah. So some, okay. some form or another. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, I do the 10 step and, you know, uh, and do a gratitude thing too. That's a big part of my, my nightly ritual, you know, find something, no matter how shitty my day was. And occasionally they're shitty, um, you know, find something to be grateful for. And I always find right. something. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. That's a, one of the main things we were talking about with, you know, the, the whole bad moments versus, versus bad days, you know, right. there's um, when, when that guy, and I mean, I, I'm be forever grateful for him for, for talking about it that way, because that, mm-hmm. that, that has literally changed my life, you know, since that time frame because I can, I can, I can sit down and be like, I, this doesn't have to be a bad day. And I've had mm-hmm. some fucked up moments over the last couple of weeks, whether it be a mm-hmm. work thing or whatever, I've had some messed up moments. 
right. know, but um, they didn't have to be bad days. And, you know, even when my, when my moments got to the point where I'm like, you know what the hell with this, I'm going to bed. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I did. And then when I, when I laid down and I'm grumbling about everything, I'm like, same thing I just said, can't fix it. Now I'm going to sleep. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that was the, I mean, you know, again, based on timing here, we're at an hour or four, but that one I really wanted to, to talk about because you brought up that 10 steps so much over the last, uh, you know, few episodes, mm-hmm. you know, I thought it'd be important to kind of dive into that, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, no, I think this was good. Like I said, I, I know I keep saying it, but I'm really glad we had a chance to not only record on this day, uh, but to talk mm-hmm. so much about founders day. And then, um, you know, again, of course, hit on a couple of the other things, but um, other than that, man, I think uh, I've got a few other things, but we can we can push these off to the to the next one. I think we're I think we're going to do another episode, right? Um, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I don't have my crystal ball handy, but I'm pretty sure we'll do another one. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep coming back, right? They say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, once again, I always ask, but I know the answer. I'll ask anyhow. Anything else on your mind, Mike? Not a goddamn thing. (laughs) All right, brother. Well, you know what time it is then. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. Um, Be kind to each other. Be good. Do something good for somebody else this week. Uh, uh, You know what? Buy a goddamn T-shirt and fuck off. (laughs) One of the Sober Not Mature T-shirts, right? (laughs) Yeah, whatever. You know, just buy a (laughs) T-shirt. Just any old t-shirt. All right, man. Uh, (laughs) All right, brother. I love you, and I will talk to you soon. I love you, too. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.